In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Today we read about the flight of the Holy Family from Israel to the land of Egypt after the Lord Jesus Christ had been born, and at this time he was around two years old. Um, and because uh, Herod sought to kill him, uh, he sought to kill all of the children who were two years old and younger, um, because he did not. He heard from the wise men that the king had been born, and he didn't want him to to rule or to reign after him. Um, and so out of his jealousy, he sought to kill all of the children of Bethlehem. Um, and we read when um, Joseph is, is told to take the, the child and St. Mary to Egypt, he says, Arise, take the young child and his mother, flee to Egypt and stay there until I bring you word, for Herod will seek the young child to destroy him. And so we can meditate a little bit on some of the lessons that we can learn from this. Um, we know, of course, um, that the, the Holy Family from the very beginning experienced all kinds of suffering from the way that Christ was born um, in the midst of the animals in a stable um, and, and the way that they had to run and flee for their lives from place to place. Um, and yet, of course, the family was always faithful and listened to God. What are some of the things we can learn from them? The, the first is the importance of obeying God's will. Joseph immediately listened to what the angel said and left the country and went to another land that he had never been before. And maybe when we read it, it sounds like, yes, well, that's a good move because they were in danger from where they were. But we can understand it. Um, maybe if it was us who were, f who were facing the same situation, maybe we would be debating. We'd be saying, well, is it really worth it for me to travel? And what are the dangers of me going there? And is, it, does, is this really going to happen? Um, why can't I just hide in another place? And yet we see that Joseph and his family, they um, immediately went and listened and followed God's commandment and went there to the land of Egypt. I mean, we see the same thing happen on, on many of the prophets of the Old Testament. When God calls them to serve, they immediately stop what they're doing and, and leave the place that they are and go to another place. And we can also in our own lives contemplate and think how willing would I have been to do such a thing if I were asked by God to leave my home to leave the place where I am and leave my family and to go and relocate somewhere completely different um, maybe we would have a lot of questions and we would struggle with the decision and yet here we see that Joseph and his family they responded immediately the second lesson that we learn is the power of faith in difficult times um, St. Mary and, and St. Joseph continued to have faith even during the time when they were in Egypt um, and the time that they spent there, they were not afraid of making the journey. They were not afraid of what is it that they would find, but they trusted in God that he was leading them to a good place. Um, we read also about the same faith uh, with, with Moses. Um, when when, when um, Moses' mom hid Moses from being uh, from, from, from Pharaoh during a time where also all of the, the young Hebrew children were being killed, it says, By faith Moses, when he was born, was hidden three months by his parents, because they saw he was a beautiful child, and they were not afraid of the king's command, um, the king who had commanded that all the children to be killed. So another lesson we learned from the life of the Holy Family is one of faith, to always trust in God, even in the midst of very difficult circumstances um, and, in, and in the midst of a lot of uncertainty that maybe we face in our life, to continue in faith uh, with him. The third lesson we learn is humility. Um, again, this family and the Lord himself, who is God, was worthy of the greatest honor um, was worthy of, of the greatest recognition and the greatest luxuries and the greatest 
um, power and everything about him, and yet he consented to be treated as the worst, as the poorest, as the one who was a refugee, as the one who was running for his life. And instead of standing up against the enemies and taking a stand and saying, I'm God, you cannot treat me this way, and using his power to defend himself, instead he fled. He fled from his own creation that he had created for the sake of humility and for the sake of love. Um, in Luke 14, 11, it says, For whoever exalts himself will be humbled, and he who humbles himself will be exalted. So, of course, we see this lesson from the Lord Christ and how he humbled himself, not just in his incarnation um, to become a human, but also in the way that he chose to live his life and what he allowed to happen to himself, which, of course, culminated in his crucifixion. Sometimes we feel like we always have to be in control, and we cannot withstand or tolerate anyone standing against us, anyone saying even a negative word toward us or mistreating us in any way. And yet we see in, in the life of, of the Lord Jesus Christ that he experienced all of this and much more compared to what is it that he deserved and how he deserved to be treated. And yet he was um, greater than all of us. And yet he tolerated our own weaknesses, tolerated um, our, our insults and our mockery and, and ultimately uh, and our, our hostility for killing him on the cross. And yet maybe we, when faced with, even though maybe we deserve, <laughs> we deserve um, to be treated this way, uh, and yet sometimes we are not able to tolerate it at all. So this is the third lesson we learn from the Holy Family. Um, the fourth is the reality of persecution for the sake of righteousness. Sometimes we think we can get away with this. We, we think that we can live our lives as normal as possible without having to suffer at all for our belief. We can blend in. We can camouflage ourselves. Um, we don't have to make waves. We don't have to stand up really for what we believe. And if something is said, uh, around us that is contrary to our faith or even mocks our faith will just stay quiet and hidden in the back um, so that we do not we do not draw attention to ourselves nor reap any consequences um, for speaking up um, and yet we see in the lives of the holy family of the prophets of all of the saints in the church that we read about um, that this is not what they did um, they didn't just accept that there would be someone who is speaking against their faith against their god um, and they would remain quiet they didn't just accept that as long as it's not something that's pertaining to me directly, that I'm just going to stay silent and in the background and do nothing. Actually, they were very bold for their faith and even ran in order to be martyred for the sake of Christ when they saw that the name of Christ was being blasphemed. And at Matthew 5.11, it says, Blessed are you when they revile and persecute you and say all kinds of evil against you falsely for my sake. So it's a question for us is, do we really feel blessed at being, at being um, persecuted? Do we feel blessed at suffering for the name of Christ? Or do we feel like it's just an additional burden on me that I don't want and that I want to escape? Um, we see, again, in the life of the Holy Family that they experienced persecution from the very beginning um, because of who they were, because of the life that they chose. St. Mary receiving to herself this mission and this call to be the mother of God led her to a life of suffering, a life of pain, and the life of losing her own son in a very violent way that she did. And yet she accepted all these things for the sake of salvation, for the sake of the calling of God. So we ask ourselves again, if the calling of God requires us to suffer, if, he re if it requires us to speak up and to suffer the consequences of speaking, um, if it requires us to lose our job, if it requires us to avoid certain places or certain people, do I, do I do this or am I just too concerned with my own comfort 
too concerned with the things that I would like and I just kind of silently avoid any conflict, any confrontation, anything that might cause me any kind of consequence. Um, suffering for our faith is actually a very important part of Christianity and something that God called us to do. And he said just as he was persecuted and suffered, so also we are his children would also do the same. The fifth lesson we learn from the Holy Family is that the word of God spreads through suffering. Actually, one of the benefits that came to the land of Egypt and actually set the stage for the Coptic Church in Egypt was this trip that happened from the Holy Family um, to Egypt. And it's recorded in the tradition of the church that wherever the Holy Family went, all of the pagan idols and the pagan temples that existed in Egypt at the time would fall to the ground and crumble when the Lord Jesus Christ entered or came near to those places. And actually, those if you ever visit Egypt, and you go to Upper Egypt, where there are many of the ancient pharaonic temples, you will see that they're all in ruins. There isn't a single one that is still standing. Um, and it is said is because when the Lord Christ went there, every single temple fell. Um, and so it's, it's something that set the stage. If you can imagine in the life of the Egyptians at the time, who were pagans, who were worshipping idols, when they saw this happen, and the Holy Family began to develop a reputation in Egypt and even persecuted when they were in Egypt because they were hated for wherever it is that they went, all of the pagan temples crumbled. But you can imagine what kind of stage this set to prepare them for the coming of the faith that would only happen another 40 years after this or another, uh, yeah, like around 40 years after this is when St. Mark would come to, uh, to Egypt to preach Christianity um, and how all the entire country um, later on would uh, would would receive it but again this came through what through suffering in order for this message to be delivered they had to accept the suffering they had to accept the, this relocation they had to accept their circumstances and situation but the result was the salvation of an entire nation and James chapter 1 he says my brethren count it all joy when you fall into various trials knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience but let patience have its perfect work that you may be perfect and complete lacking nothing so this suffering that maybe we experience in the world um, he, God is calling us to actually rejoice in it because it is, has some positive effect whether the positive effect is in us as individuals who are experiencing the suffering or whether it is for other people's sake for their salvation in either case there is something good that can come out of it the last lesson that I'll mention that we learned from the Holy Family is that they remind us of the ultimate victory of God over evil um, ultimately, even though there was a period of time of suffering and sadness in their life and, and that it would continue and other events, of course, that would happen in their life, ultimately they overthrew um, all of the plots of the wicked one and that the salvation that was accomplished on the cross was for our own benefit, for our sake, to crush the head of Satan under our feet and to give us authority over the demons. And so in Romans 8.37, he says, Yet in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. So we have, been, we have conquered, uh, we have not been conquered. And even though there are periods of life where we seem like we are being conquered and like we are overwhelmed and where we are crushed, and yet in the end, for those who persevere and endure, ultimately there is the ultimate victory of God over evil, though for a time it appears that evil is winning, but in the end God is the one who wins um, and we all have victory with him. So we mentioned six points, uh, six lessons we can learn from the flight of the Holy Family. The first was the importance of obeying God's will. The second, the power of faith in difficult times. The third, the importance of humility. 
4. The reality of persecution for the sake of righteousness. 5. The word of God spreads through suffering. And finally, that uh, this, the, the suffering reminds us of the ultimate victory of God over evil, that though we suffer for a time, we conquer in the end. So may God grant us all of the blessings of the Holy Family coming to the land of Egypt and setting the stage for the establishment of the Coptic Church. And God grant us always joy in our life and glory be to God forever. Amen.